0: Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring, one minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson.
1: And I'm Norman Mitchell.
0: And today we'll be talking about Minute 54, which starts with Mary saying, What? That was just a detour. And ends with uh, the Black Rider pausing on the road above our four Hobbit friends.
1: Above our intrepid heroes. Indeed. And he kind of appears from nowhere. Yeah. There's a there's a an editing boo boo.
0: I had never noticed that before. The
1: horse doesn't pass by the tree, it just starts to yeah. materialize. Well, okay,
0: so let's set the scene a little better. So you know that part where the hobbits are crouching underneath the bank of the road and you see the big tree. So you can see a little bit like a sliver of um the sky or the the, the background. Yeah. On the other side of the tree. And at 53 seconds into the minute, the horse doesn't pass by this little sliver. It just kind of emerges from the other side of the tree. It's right. a, it's like a magic horse.
1: It's a magic horse. <laughs> I mean, in a, I guess it is a magic horse.
0: But, I mean... Or a
1: corrupt, it's a corrupted horse and the, the rider is magic.
0: Frodo makes a big deal about how something is... I mean, and the movie itself makes a big deal about how there's something coming down the other side of the road because it does that that camera zoom that yeah, the, the, the wide Hitchcock angle. zoom yeah the like the paranoia zoom
1: with the black rider screech
0: yeah um and then so you should be able to see it passing by the tree right to get but it doesn't where it and I've never noticed that before it just
1: appears I think that's really funny like Kitty Pride just coming out of the yeah, tree yeah it just
0: like morphs out of the tree
1: <laughs> hello Warm-
0: friends I am here <laughs> there's also the a shortcut to mushrooms
1: yeah the 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 chapter title dropping yeah which is i've always thought is fantastic it's one of my my favorite lines in in the movie a shortcut
0: a shortcut shortcut to what
1: mushrooms Mushrooms. i love the way the billy boyd says mushrooms (laughs) it's so fantastic and like Sam wants none of their crap. And then he's like, mushrooms! And Sam pushes them both down and goes for the mushrooms first. Nerds!
0: <laughs> I need them.
1: And then and then you can hear them, like, picking through them. And, yeah, I like and,
0: how they're just... And
1: Mary's like, oh, that's a good one, Sam. <laughs> and they're putting them in the bag together.
0: <laughs> it's like, bo- Sam it's has a just, bonding activity. Sam has just
1: forgotten his anger. He's like, oh, look at these giant, plump, delicious mushrooms.
0: Well, hobbits love mushrooms. Yes. They don't really talk about... It,
1: are they, like, mushrooms or are they, like, mushrooms? I mean. We already know they smoke weed.
0: Yes. No.
1: They love food. They do. It's true.
0: They don't really ever talk about the mushroom thing aside from this, but I like that they included it because, yes. like, hobbits are sluts for mushrooms.
1: Yes. Well, they live in the ground. Mushrooms grow out of the ground. They have some things in common. Like, guess. <laughs> They also like root vegetables in general.
0: Yeah, I mean carrots, or cabbages, carrots potatoes. Potatoes. I mean, cabbages grow above the ground, but they like grow right on the ground. They're kind of dirty.
1: And so does as, uh, so do Brussels sprouts, which I never actually knew till relatively recently that they grew on like a little stalk out of the ground.
0: I don't want to talk about Brussels sprouts. <laughs> I hate Brussels sprouts
1: the the zoom in tracking shot on the road we're gonna skip across this process we're just gonna keep going so okay <laughs> we're just gonna move along non sequitur so the um that tracking shot on the road that zoom in yeah with like the black rider screech which is cool that they actually they use that there you can hear the black rider before you see it so for a somewhat savvy audience member that's invested they know exactly what's about to happen yeah. And for other people, it's more of like a surprise. It's like a shock moment if you kind of forgot.
0: Right. Because, I mean.
1: Because we've only seen the Black Riders like twice-ish. And in the theatrical, I think. Yeah. I think even in the theatrical, you've seen them like well, twice. okay. Really so movie.
0: there's the, the scene where they're leaving. Um, Minus Morgul. Minus Morgul. And then the and then
1: Shire Baggins. Shire
0: Baggins. And, and then, then, the then the very picturesque uh, New Zealand backdrop with the sheep. Yeah. Last week. Yeah. And then now. So then now. this is the fourth time. This is
1: the fourth time we see a Black Rider. And this shot is apparently based on a John Howe painting. Oh, nice. Like the the Black Rider on the road with them hiding under the roots of the tree mm-hmm. is based on a John Howe painting that Peter Jackson was like, I want to make that. I want to put that in the movie.
0: That's really cool.
1: Yeah, that is pretty cool. I, Peter Jackson had a lot of devotion to like. John Howe and Alan Lee's work and being like, I'm going to make this come to life.
0: Right. I mean, like the Bag End set is testament yeah. to that.
1: Yes. And Orthanc
0: like... is testament. We were talking about that the other yeah. day.
1: Because Orthanc is based on, on a jo- John Howe. I think it's John Howe. And then Bag End's based on Alan Lee, I think.
0: No, they're both John Howe.
1: They're both John Howe?
0: Yeah. Alan Lee, I think, is more... Um,
1: the Elven stuff?
0: Elvin and Moria, especially. With the pillars and everything.
1: It, I sometimes get them confused when they're talking about them in the commentary. Yeah. Because they say both their names so often.
0: Yeah. No, because John Howe was talking about how he wanted to flesh out Hobbiton. Because there's that, that really famous painting, and I'm sure you've seen it.
1: Yeah, of the door looking out. Yeah. And Peter Jackson was like, "Why? I want to see what the rest of it looks like. Right. Just
0: turn around. Turn yeah. around and draw that. Right. That's John Howe. Okay. So I think John Howe is really fascinated by hobbits.
1: Yeah, the the shire. the shire
0: in general. And Alan Lee, Al, Alan Lee, <laughs> Alan, Alan Mee. Lee is more into the like ancient dwarven and elven, elven stuff
1: stuff. The Art Nouveau and Art Deco.
0: Yeah. Because they're both, you know, very stylized.
1: Yeah. That's cool. I tend to I get some of that confused.
0: And, like, in the commentary, Alan Lee's the more soft-spoken one.
1: They're both very soft-spoken.
0: Alan Lee is the whispery one. And John Howe's the not-so-whispery one. (laughs) Uh,
1: They're both really quiet. They're very quiet men.
0: I mean, in comparison to that wedded guy.
1: (laughs) In comparison to Richard Taylor. (laughs) That's a terrible impression of him. That's basically how he speaks.
0: I know. Every time we queue up the commentary, it's just like, I'm Richard Taylor.
1: I'm Richard Taylor. (laughs) He's so much louder than everyone else on the uh, the design commentary, and he's really not that loud. He's just so much louder than everybody else.
0: I'm sure he's a fine, upstanding dude. I'm just – it's –
1: I don't know. It's Part of what makes the design commentary so hard to just sit down and watch is the back and forth between whispery John Howe and Alan Lee and then fairly loud and clear Richard Taylor. Yeah. And it just goes back and forth. And watching and they it, for don't like really forced, with each other. Right. Like they recorded, other than the cast commentary and the director commentary, the design and production ones don't, they're not like conversations. It's like just people talking about yeah. what they did in those parts of the movie. Because like
0: Richard Taylor's is always talking about, it talking sounds about the like armor. He's talking about, like, it sounds like a college lecture. Yeah. Whenever he talks. And then Alan Lee and John Howe at least have conversations. Yeah uh but
1: well they're probably in the room together
0: it's really doing their bits yeah
1: and then richard taylor's by himself and then like uh the but costume there's a designer bunch of people there's like on tw- that commentary there's like 20 people that have something to say on that commentary <laughs> there's only there's like 10 there's only like nine on the cast commentary or 10 and then the director commentary is just fran and philipa and Peter. There's
0: gotta be more than nine for the cast commentary because Well,
1: it's the four hobbits, John Reese Davies, Christopher Lee, Amy Kellen, Orlando Bloom.
0: Vigo Mortensen.
1: Vigo, who doesn't speak for a while. He hasn't he has not said a word on the cast commentary at this point in the movie yet.
0: Yeah. Sean Bean? I don't believe so. Yeah.
1: And uh Ian Holmes not there either.
0: Right. Um, isn't, uh, Liv Tyler on there?
1: Yes. And I don't, I don't believe what Hugo is, but he might be as well.
0: So that's more than that's nine That's like people.
1: 10 or 11. <laughs> more than nine. Because
0: there's nine people in the fellowship. So I'm like, hold right. up. There's got to be more than nine people right. because we know Christopher Lee is talking because he says the word erotic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> erotic. <laughs> I will never forget that. <laughs> I will never forget that. Christopher Lee is a wonderful man. One of the most interesting things to note about this scene, however, is that this was the first day
0: yeah, the of first, shooting. Yeah, the first scene ever.
1: Is what they call the wooded road scene, is this section of the movie.
0: That's cool. Yeah.
1: They they have a name for this scene that they, they refer to it as is the wooded road. It was filmed in Mount Victoria Park in Right in the heart of Wellington, New Zealand, right in the middle of the city.
0: Didn't they also do the elves in Mount Victoria? Yes. They did.
1: That's what they mentioned as well.
0: Yeah. So they must have done that sequence.
1: They probably didn't do it the same day.
0: No. I imagine that
1: this one sequence took all day to film. Yeah. This was also... It was the first day of shooting. And in that first day of shooting, they also did their first motion tracking shot with the scale doubles which is with the black rider above them and them underneath mm-hmm. is the first motion tracking shot too because the camera comes out from the tree yeah and then zooms in and changes angle oh so it's the first like scale motion tracking shot they did as well that's on the cool. first day of filming peter was like we're doing this we're gonna make sure it works today day one
0: yeah that's smart because you don't want to get like 10 20 days into filming and then be like, okay, we're going to scale stuff and then yeah. you just have to scrap everything you've done so far. Right. Because <laughs> That would be terrible. Yeah. Especially when you already are working with an 18-month shoot.
1: Yeah. And Billy Boyd claims that for this first day, they weren't wearing Hobbit feet.
0: But you see the Hobbit feet.
1: But they might have added that in pickups later. Huh. Billy Boyd claims they weren't wearing hobbit feet because Sean Astin kept getting in and out of his boots for filming this day.
0: Interesting. So they must not have done the the cuddle puddle after like yesterday, like when they fall. Yeah. On the first day, they
1: probably did it separately. Hmm. And maybe because the close because you see a couple of the feet like right there.
0: Yeah, because you see a foot like dangling. When he says that was close.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But Billy Boyd claims that they didn't have feet the first day of filming. Hmm.
0: You know, they claim a lot of things. Yes. Like magnets.
1: Like magnets. And they're <laughs> liars.
0: <laughs> so. They're liars. You know, as we continue, I'm learning that you have to just take.
1: You can't trust Billy Boyd. You can't trust you Billy Boyd. You can't trust the toque. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Or a brandy buck, or
1: a brandy buck. Because
0: Dominic McMonigans in on it too.
1: Yeah, that's yes. funny. You can't trust those two.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I have. It, just magic horse was the funniest yeah. bit for me. It,
1: it's oh, also that is not really a real tree. It is, but it isn't. That tree is just like the one that sits on top of Bag End. Oh, they found a tree that they loved, and they're like, "This tree is perfect." And guys went out and dug it up and cut it up with chainsaws. And they reassembled it in Mount Victoria Park where they were filming.
0: Huh. Because there wasn't a tree there.
1: Because there wasn't a tree there. So they cut up a real tree.
0: That's sad. And moved it.
1: And reassembled it.
0: And then added,
1: like, the effects they wanted to it and, like, smoothed it out. But they found, like, a root system and stuff that they really liked. And was just like, we're going to take this tree where we need it to be.
0: I really like the last... This sh- the last shot of this minute the like the John howe painting replica
1: and i th- I'm pretty sure I've seen that painting, but I also am very, very certain that this image is on the cover of an edition of the book
0: like the back cover or the front cover like
1: on the on on the back cover or on the paper jacket that goes over a trilogy set oh yeah, I'm pretty certain that this image is on like one of those
0: well, it's really iconic
1: it is and maybe i maybe i just think that because this image was used on like promotional
0: material and everything. on all
1: kinds of stuff yeah but i feel like i've seen it on a book
0: i mean maybe purposely like when i when i get books i purposely avoid the like movie or tv adaptation covers because i had, I'm just a snooty hipster but
1: <laughs> i no longer have two copies of lord of the rings because i got rid of my My not super nice copy, which was the movie trilogy copy. Mm -hmm. The it's like the I think it's the second edition one that did it because it's it's not the one with like the backlit with the blue like moonlight Black Rider. That's I think that was like the first one they did, and the one that I had and it was a hardcover was the one that's like Sauron gripping the mace and the ring is all lit up. Yeah, that was the one that I had, which was a nice edition. It was it was very very sturdy. I had it for quite a long time. I had it basically as soon as I got it for Christmas the year that that edition came out. I think that's cool because I didn't I didn't actually own my own copies of Lord of the Rings the first however many times I read them I just read like a copy out of my middle school library and then my high school <laughs> library and they had really old copies and they didn't have a trilogy edition they had like individual ones yeah and then I had a copy of each one separately and then I got the trilogy edition and then I got rid of my individual copies. And I kind of wish I hadn't because the individual copies I had were actually fairly old. And I think that they actually might be worth something. Oh, wow. And I'm sad I got rid of them. <laughs> they were um, the white covered, like really angular letter ones that had... Um,
0: like the cream colored ones? Yeah. And they all met. Isn't that like a first edition paperback?
1: No, they were hardcovers. Oh, okay. I think they were second printing of that edition hardcovers.
0: I was going to say... Yeah. That would. But very I, I, think it, I think
1: it's a relatively valuable box set, but I didn't have the jacket for it.
0: Yeah. I well, only had the three copies. I mean, it's gone now.
1: It is gone now. It makes just me like sad. that carrot. Just I think at the I end broke of the last something.
0: <laughs> I'm still laughing about that. I think that's really
1: funny. It is really funny. There's <laughs> a, it's a, there's a fairly humorous section of the movie. And then just all of a sudden, I think we should get off the road.
0: Yeah.
1: Like Frodo just knows.
0: It's, it's kind of tonal whiplash a yeah. little bit, but again, it it works here.
1: Well, it adds to like what the shock of the moment is supposed to be. Yeah. For like the Black Rider being so close.
0: And you're kind of reminded of. I think it's so stark because you are reminded of, like the the goodness and the silliness of the Shire and hobbits, and then you have this black thing, like this black, like, embodiment of evil. Yeah. Just come. You know, morphing out of a tree,
1: <laughs> right? And Make your day sad.
0: But I like, I like that it is kind of whiplashy, but it works.
1: Yeah, because the, the the part of the whole point of the Hobbits is to remind you of the good in the world that's worth saving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so. like we've
0: talked about that a lot with the Shire, but the Hobbits yeah. too, in a way.
1: Yeah, it's really important to set up a lot of stuff. It's really important to get that right indeed I think that about wraps us up, yeah. up for a minute 54 and then so, tomorrow I will have a lot to say because we are presumably this takes place in the old forest
0: presumably
1: presumably this is the old forest
0: so. where our good
1: friend Tom bombadil lives
0: <laughs> be excited so tomorrow, tomorrow like a like a super size edition. 24
1: hours remain.
0: I thought you were gonna be like twenty-four hour podcast. I'm like, no.
1: No, I couldn't I probably couldn't talk about Tom Bombadil for twenty-four hours.
0: I would hope not.
1: <laughs> anyway. Talk about it for a while.
0: We are on the we're from the website, duelinggenre.com. You can email us, contact at Lord of the We're on Twitter at L O T R Minute. We're also on Tumblr, lotrminute.tumblr.com. You can like us on Facebook and we have a listener group called uh, Fellowship of the Mike. We talk about cool stuff. If you have a moment, you, if you could give us a five-star review on iTunes, that's the best way to kind of spread the word, get more, pe- like, more, uh, like, eyes. <laughs> more eyes. the podcast.
1: <laughs> spread the word. Gather more peeps.
0: Yeah. Sauron is watching. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means uh I you can also you. you can also check out the other podcasts on the dueling genre uh, network i guess family uh the doctor's companion in which we talk about doctor who uh i co-host that with scott and nick scott and nick co-host back to the future minute which is really coming back january with the third movie um our our fictional audio drama podcast geek by night that's a mouthful also comes back on january and uh you can check out harry potter minute which is just getting started so check them out um and you can support us if you choose on duelinggenre.com support we have a patreon page and a one-time donation button on the site as well as merch And special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, Leaper182. And we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Be excited. It's Tom Bombadil time. It's time. (laughs) Have a good Thursday.
1: Bye.